Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello. I hope you are all doing well. So for today's episode, uh, the well, the topic of today's episode has been suggested by Hadja, um, who previously wrote in before, and uh, I previously mispronounced her name, uh, but she was good enough to tell me how you pronounce it, and hopefully I am uh, pronouncing it fairly well. I hope I'm doing okay uh, with that pronunciation. Anyway, she wants to know. Um, she wants me to talk about freelancing uh, because I'm a freelancer, and uh, she was l she's looking to become a translator, uh, like a freelance translator, I guess. Um, now I've I've got to say that I'm I don't think I'm a good person to ask about freelancing. If I'm perfectly honest, um, I have been a freelancer for many years. Um, but at the moment, um, as I mentioned not so long ago, um, I've gone back into full-time employment, uh, doing a full-time job now. Um, so I'm, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where to begin. So, um, so the, the questions I've been asked are like, how can I uh, build like your, how can you build your skills? Uh, you know, how can you build your CV up? Uh, which uh, in American English, I believe, is more commonly referred to as resume, um, CV, um, Latin, I believe, curriculum vitae, vitae, how do you pronounce that? My Latin is not good. Um, and that it's just basically a list, in case you don't know, it's a list of like what you've done, what skills you have, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I mean it's re really good questions. How do I how do I market myself and and all those you know all those kind of questions that anyone wanting to do freelance uh, would want to know. But I I'm I'm not I'm going to say I'm not good at business. I don't think I'm good at marketing myself. I don't <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> I'm really not a good person to ask about this. So what I'm going to do is maybe try and talk a little bit about those questions and just also give you sort of like a, an overview of my experience in freelancing, what I like about it and what I don't like about it. Now, obviously, I've, been, I've not been working as a freelance uh, translator. Um, I've only been working as um, a freelance software engineer, so a bit of, bit of a different job, but um, I'm sure some of the things, uh, some, there will be some common things um, for both jobs. So firstly, uh, the first question, how can I start in freelancing? Um, it's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose um, if you have a job, um, if you have a job and you're looking to get into freelancing, then whilst you have that job, um, I would probably start looking for clients, uh, people whom you can do work for, and uh, start working on the weekends or on the evenings, uh, trying to do some work for them. And when you feel like you've got, when you're getting quite a bit of work behind you, or maybe you've saved up enough money to ha to keep there as a sort of like a safety net. So like if if something happens, you know, you get into some. If if you can't get enough work, um, then you've got that like safety net of money. You've got like some savings that you can use. Um, in case you get into that kind of trouble. Um, at that point, then I think maybe you can think about quitting your job. Um, if you don't have a job, it should be even easier to get started, shouldn't it? Um, you just have to go out there, you have to look for clients. Um, I suppose a difficult thing, a difficult thing uh, would be if you don't have any experience and you want to, you know, you want to start working, but you don't have any experience. That, yeah, the best thing to do in that case, I think, would be try to do a full-time job first. Do a full-time job for a while, maybe a year or so. Get that experience uh, you need. Um, that's, you know, that's something you can put on your CV then. Um, but yeah, I think experience is probably going to be important for freelancing. Um, I think most of the people I knew who were freelancing had been in a job um, for quite some time before deciding to do freelancing. So they already had the the ability there. Um, they already had the experience there before starting to do freelancing. Um, with myself, I just sort of drifted into freelancing. Um, it wasn't intentional. Uh, the company I worked, I was, I was sorry, I was working at a company um, at the time, uh, full-time employment, and um, I I wanted to go to Japan for three months, and uh, I asked, can I have an unpaid holiday three months long? And the company said, mm, no, <laughs> not really. Um, but they sort of sort of agreed to I, w um, I would quit the company I would go to Japan for three months I'd come back and probably rejoin the company was the idea um, but what happened was after, after I got back it turned out that the company didn't have um, much work uh, they didn't have enough work to take me back on 
Um, so to be honest, I think they were probably glad that I was asking to do this because it just made it a lot easier for them to um, remove me from the company. I mean, if you if you don't have enough work for someone and you have to uh, you have to lay someone off, you have to you know say you can't work for me anymore. I believe you have to pay them money. You have to pay them redundancy money for making them unemployed, for making them redundant. So I guess it was I sort of they must have been very happy when they when they heard that um, when when they figured out there was a, a way that they could um, get rid of me and they wouldn't have to pay redundancy money. That's that's good for a company, right? Um, so yeah, I came back and I didn't have a job and I I, d I don't know why I just um, I started thinking about the idea of freelancing and. Uh, and yeah, I did it. <laughs> I guess I did it for a while. Um, now, looking at the other question, which was like, how do I build my skills and like improve my CV? And that I think I've I've already talked about that, haven't I? Um, so I'm going to move on to the how do I market myself? Yeah, um, I I I don't know what to say to that. To be honest, I guess in, for, if you're for a translator. There's probably somewhere that you can go, some site on the internet where you can go and advertise your services. There must be um, either advertise services or find jobs that people want doing, and then sort of um, what is it like um, like putting in an offer and saying I, I can do that job for this much money and seeing if someone someone will choose you or not. There certainly is those kind of things available for um, software engineers. And I have used a couple of those websites, but to be honest, I found it pretty difficult um, to get work through those websites. Um, and the reason is, uh, if, if you're new to one of those websites, then you're competing with other people who have lots of experience on the websites. So they have this profile and it says they've done like a I don't know, a thousand jobs and they've got all this positive th feedback from clients. If you're brand new, I don't think anyone really wants to trust you. So you have to set your fees. You have to uh, charge, you know, like uh, less money than you would like, I think, in order to to attract some people. Um, so it is, it is difficult. It is difficult. What I ended up doing was working closely with some other companies who needed uh, a software engineer um, and so they, they were taking on their own jobs and sometimes they would need a software engineer and they would contact me uh, to do some of the work on their project on their projects um, so I just so most of my work all, almost all of my work came through other companies I wasn't going and searching for work uh, these companies were searching for work um, and they were bringing the work to me. Um, so that worked really well for me. Um, I didn't have to market myself or anything. I just, I just, um, I, how did I meet them? I, I met them through doing other jobs. So I managed to find some of my own jobs and uh, that one thing led to another. Uh, one thing led to another, that's a good phrase. How do you explain that one? Something happened because something happened. <laughs> it's a strange phrase. But yeah, um, one thing led to another, as I say. 
and um, ended up working for these two companies. So I don't know if, if you can do something similar as a translator. I'm guessing you might be able to. Maybe there's some kind of like um, some like company that does translating that wants to use freelance translators. Um, I, I should imagine there's got to be some company like that. I don't know how you go about finding them, unfortunately. So it's going to require a bit of research. I think a bit of searching the internet and uh, finding more information about that. But anyway, um, I'm going to leave it there, and I do hope uh, that some things that I've said have uh, been interesting and uh, potentially helpful um, for anyone thinking about doing freelancing and indeed for Hadger. Now, in the end, I haven't talked much about what I think of freelancing and if I enjoy freelancing and that kind of stuff um, but I think I'd quite like to in a future episode um, so expect to hear such an episode in probably the near future I'll make a note of it okay have you enjoyed listening to uh, today's episode and look forward to talking to you again next time bye bye Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.